Anyway, we are going to press forward and uh, just uh, press in with the word tonight. So we're talking about a life pleasing to Elohim, a life pleasing to God. Um, we're going to be based on, you know, sharing from, from the basis of holiness. You know, what does it mean to walk in holiness? How do we get to that place where we are walking and living in holiness? So Shabbat Shalom, I hope you're blessed and encouraged uh, with uh, uh, the Word and, and fellowship. We can fellowship together. And I encourage you on your Sabbath, uh, spend time delving into the Scriptures. Spend time pressing in in prayer. And I pray some of the things that we are going to share this evening here in Israel will be a real blessing and uh, really be a foundation for what the Holy Spirit will say during this Sabbath. So, we are going to, you know, share from a few scriptures and just bring forth an encouraging word. So what are we doing here? We are here um, daily uh, for devotion. Our focus is to edify and build the body of Messiah. Uh, that's our purpose. That's the foundation. So if you're just tuning in for the first time, thanks for joining with us. We are here to edify and build the body um, and you know it's amazing the testimonies and the feedback we are getting it's such a blessing to see what the father is doing so let's just take a moment to pray and uh, we'll get started in the message this evening father i want to thank you for this day i thank you father for technology I thank you, Father, that the technology we have and cameras and the ability to communicate around the nations of the world uh, seamlessly right here, right now. What a blessing, Father. What a blessing that we can gather together as the body of Messiah uh, to fellowship together, to press in, to hear from you. We pray, Father, for uh, revelation. We pray, Father, that you set captives free Father, we pray that 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 um, key seeds will be sown into our hearts to bring transformation, so that we can truly walk in Your ways. Father, if there's anything that's causing hindrances within our lives, we just say, "Go now in Yeshua's name," and we pray as we press into this series on holiness on a life pleasing to Elohim, that you will bring us to a place where our walk will be supernaturally transformed. We thank you, Father, that every day that you are pressing us forward, that you are encouraging us to grow deeper into you. And we need you. And everything that we say and do, we need you. So we press in tonight, and we thank you, Father, for this time of fellowship in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome, Jeff. He's back. We've got B back as well. We've got Cassandra joining us. We've got Riva as well from New Jersey. She's back as well. Sorry about that technical difficulty we had as the feed fell over. Um, or oh, the technology just crashed. Weird. But here we are. We are here to lift up the name of Yeshua and fellowship together. So I said I said a few days ago that um, I've been praying uh, on the timing when we deal with holiness. And we're going to talk about how to apply holiness in every aspect of our life and what type of things we will witness as we walk in holiness, you know? So, you know, holiness, what is holiness? Holiness is a life pleasing to Elohim on all levels. 
on every level. So are we walking in a, a, a life pleasing to Elohim in every area of our lives? And this is the battle, you know, is, is how do we get to that place where we are witnessing the testimony of Yehovah as we are growing in him? Are we seeing every area of our life being transformed? You know what? Sometimes it's too much to take on all at one time. So you've just got to take one step at a time and start committing your ways to Yehovah. Now, many people get confused when it comes to holiness and it comes to being set apart and they end up uh, subscribing to so many religious practices because they are trying to do things uh, right in the eyes of man. And I don't know about you, but I am done with religion. I actually did a tour, <laughs> an international tour, where it was about, I'm done with religion. You know, we have got to get delivered from religion. What is religion? It's when we are doing things in a ritual basis without truly submitting and adhering to the walk of the Spirit. So, you know, and look, sometimes traditions can be good. You know, but there's so many traditions out there that are not biblical. They're not found in the scriptures. And, you know, the more we get delivered from traditions of man, uh, religious traditions, and all these different types of trimmings, the more open we are to truly receive and walk a sanctified life. Why? Because religion is an affront to Elohim. You know, James talks about, you know, what should your religion look like? It should be one that is devoted to ministering to the needs of others and to the poor of others. And why does he say that in the book of James? Because um, man's religion is about how does man look? How do I look? You know, how do I look to other people? If I'm praying, am I praying in public? Are people seeing me? Uh, do I come across holy. I'm concerned about, you know, what people think of me. This is what religion does. It's playing the game. You know, you join uh, certain churches because guess what? It's the spiritual country club, you know. Instead of going to the golf club, you know, you're going to church for being seen before man. And that's not the purpose of all this. The whole purpose is not about being seen before man, but it's about walking in the spirit and in relationship with Yehovah. So the question is, in your faith walk, you know, who do you want to be known uh, by? Do you want to be known by man? Oh, that's a great person. Oh, yes, they are very righteous in the things that they do. But imagine being known by man, but not being known by Elohim. We have got to get to the place where we are known by God, that we are walking in the Spirit and in His name. So, you know, just let your hair down, relax tonight, and, and recognize that, you know, you don't have to put a show on. You know, we don't have to, you know, go through some presentation to wah, wah, wah people. No, we've just got to get to that place where we just come right down to the Word and say, Father... I want to know you. The whole reason I'm walking 
this journey is to know you and to know you more. And I want to start by reading from John chapter 3 because this is so important. Why? Because you can't get to a life pleasing to Elohim. You can't get to holiness. You can't walk in holiness unless you are born again of the Spirit. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, you know, I prayed the prayer. I did this so many years ago. Listen, I've ministered to thousands of people on the streets and evangelism and outreach. And and I have met so many people that tell me they are Christians, they are believers. um, But then when we start, you know, discussing the subject of knowing God, they're like, what are you talking about? You know, that's just foreign to me. You know, I believe in God. You know, I go to church. I go all that. But they don't spend time devoted to the Word. They're not pursuing a relationship with God. And then, you know, if I ask them, are you born again? Oh, yeah, I'm born again because, you know, that's what their church tells them. That's what their group tells them. But there's many people being brought up around the Scriptures, but they have not surrendered their life to Elohim. They haven't given their life to God. So they've gone through all the motions. And, you know, you can pray a prayer because someone tells you to pray a prayer. You know, come into my heart, come into my heart, come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Come in today, come in to stay, come into my heart, Lord Jesus. You can say all the right words, you know. You can string it all together. But the question is, you know, is the words that's coming out of your mouth coming from your heart? Or are you saying the words to please man? Are you saying the words to please man? You know, I'll never forget uh, Hannah when she was like, you know, three or four years old when I was tucking her into bed one night and um, maybe she was four or five. I can't remember what age she was. But, you know, she just turned and she said to me, she said, uh, I want to I want to have Jesus in my heart. I want to give my life to Jesus. You know, she's she's... And I'm I'm thinking, you know, she's just saying this because she wants to stay up late, you know? Is this true (laughs) what's happening? You know, we want to identify, is this truly what's happening? And, you know, as Hannah started to pray to ask Yeshua to come and dwell within her life, it was a supernatural moment. And it really was an incredible moment for a father to witness your child saying, I want to be in relationship with God I want to know him. I'm giving my life to him. I'm repenting of my sins. And, you know, I'm going to be good to my mom and (laughs) good to my dad. You know, all this stuff. But hallelujah, praise the name of Yeshua. When you see the genuineness of the heart, this is what's important. It's not about, you know, doing things right before man. Is this, you know, you know, but there's many people who've prayed prayers because man has told them to pray prayers. If you pray this, you're saved. But yet they have no impact in their life. They have no Holy Spirit in their life. And they're going through confused, wondering, you know, what is it with this journey? Why do I see people, you know, waking up desiring to be in the presence of God? What 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 does that look like? Is that where you're at? Do you desire to be in his presence? Do you desire to pursue him? You know, do you desire to know him and to make him known? You know, these are fundamental things in 
confirming that we are born of the Spirit. Listen, if you are spiritually dead, yet you prayed the prayer, and yet you're not applying the walk of the Spirit, you have no desire, you're not being led by the Spirit, you don't know the voice of the Spirit, then I want to challenge you tonight that, you know, you've either walked away or, you know, you're not born again, you know? Um, look, you've got, like, the Catholic Church and others, you know, they just sprinkle you, baptize, and, okay, you know, you're now, you know, you've joined the club, you know, you're now a Christian, you're now a good Catholic, or so on and so forth. But the reality is, it's not about your confirmation in baby baptism. You have to make a decision to give your life to Yeshua. So I want to read from John chapter 3, um, as, as a foundation, because, you know, I, I don't want to skip any areas of this process in a life pleasing to Elohim and walking in holiness. We've got to start right from the beginning. And, you know, if you're in a backslidden state right now and you know you're in rebellion, then I encourage you, it's time to repent. It's time to turn around and get back to... Where, where you're called to be. You need to be born of the Spirit, you know? It's not that you can be reborn again, again. No, but what we have to do is come to the place where we are born of the Spirit. We're walking in the Spirit. So anyway, John chapter 3, now verse 1. Now there was a man of uh, the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Yeshua at night and he said, Rabbi, we know you are a teacher who has come from Elohim, for no one could perform the miraculous signs you are doing if Elohim were not with him. Hallelujah. So even the religious spirit and those in religion can recognize a move of God. They can recognize what he does. Yeshua says in verse 3 in reply, he says, I tell you the truth, no one can see the kingdom of Elohim unless he is born again. And this is key because as we deal with holiness, as we deal with a life pleasing to Elohim, it is everything about walking in the kingdom. We want to release the kingdom lifestyle. We want to know what it truly means to walk in the kingdom. Look, you can fake being a Christian. You can fake being a Christian all day long. You know, and many people would be convinced that you're a Christian. You can say the right talk. You can act the right way. You can, you know, uh, you know, string all the right things together so that you can be accepted in the Holy Holy Club. But the reality is, if you want to walk in the kingdom, you can't fake that. You can fake being a Christian, but you can't fake walking in the kingdom. And why do I say that? You know, if you fake walking in the kingdom, it could destroy your life. It'll break you down. You're not going to uh, succeed. You're not going to see victory. You can't fake the kingdom. Hallelujah. So he said, I tell you the truth. No one can see the kingdom of Elohim unless he is born again. So this is a walk that is only for believers in Messiah. So just think about all those self-help groups uh, you know, self-help books. You've got Christian offers, you know, giving uh, 
um, you know, direction on mentorship, on life coaching, uh, you know, I'm trying to think, you know, self-help, you know, Christian self-help books. And, you know, you don't have to be saved. You, you can you can just be whoever. You can be in any religion you want. You can pick up those Christian self-help books on biblical principles and you can follow those steps and see results. But the reality is that a lot of these books and a lot of these self-help manual systems, they're not bringing the kingdom. They are just bringing biblical principles, you know, for the natural realm. But what I want to talk about in this series is how do we unlock the kingdom? How do we unlock the supernatural? Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. We exalt you, Father. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. This is a commission that you have as a believer in Yeshua. And I want to ask a question. Are you activating the kingdom within your life? Are you releasing the kingdom promises, the kingdom authority within your life? These are the places that we are going to go to in this uh, series. Verse 4. How can a man be born when he is old? Nicodemus asked. Surely he cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb to be born. Yeshua answered, I tell you the truth. No one can enter the kingdom of Elohim unless he is born of water and the Spirit. You need the Spirit. It's not just about being born of water, being born, uh, uh, you know, where you are, uh, you know, coming through the mikvah, the baptism, you know. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to the spirit. So we need the born again experience. We need, uh, we we need our spirit to be born, to come alive. Hallelujah! Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to the spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, "You must be born again." The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it is coming from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. This is something I love about the walk of Elohim. The surprises, you know, the the incredible maneuvers of the favor of Yehovah, how he opens up doors for us to, to walk forward, how he prepares a way, the supernatural as it starts to manifest, you know, the transformation as we witness the establishment of his kingdom within our lives and in you know, the areas where we bring the kingdom. Hallelujah. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. This is a release that has to come through you and it has to come through me. Hallelujah. Verse 9. How can this be? Nicodemus asked. So, how can a man be born when he's old? How can this be? He's still not getting it. You are the teacher. Or, you, know, you are Israel's teacher said Yeshua, and you do not understand these things? I tell you the truth. We speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen, 
But still, you people do not accept our testimony. So they are seeing uh, the miraculous move of God. They are witnessing the kingdom being manifest. But because of this religious spirit, they cannot accept our testimony. And how many times? Maybe you've been in the environment where you're sharing your faith and and, you know, religious people, they get so offended. Like, what are you talking about? You know, you know you're just one of those radical Bible-bashing people. You know, what are you talking about? As you start sharing the reality of God, the victory of God, they see your testimony. But if you have a religious spirit, you're going to find it hard to walk in the born-again lifestyle um, in a life pleasing to Elohim, to walk in holiness. So I want to break all forms of religious spirits right now. You know, you might have come back to the roots of the faith and you've got so caught up with these crazy teachers that are just so full of legalism and, uh, and, and orders that are just taking people away totally from the life of the spirit. You know, they're so addicted to knowledge. And if you just learn, you know, the, the 49th armpit hair, of the, the the left armpit of the Antichrist, man, you're going to be awesome. You know, if you understand this breakdown of a Hebrew word and, you know, get the 12 directions from, you know, from the syllables of the word and, you know, if you start, you know, counting every five letters all through the book of Genesis and the Revel, you know, come on. You know, what are we living for? I am living to know him. I'm living to walk in his ways by the power of the Spirit. Verse 12, I've spoken to you of earthly things and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the desert, so the Son of Man must be lifted up. This is two, one of the two promises that demonstrate that Yeshua of Nazareth is the Messiah. There's two signs that the Messiah prophetically must uphold. One, he must be lifted up like, the, like Moses lifted up the snake in the desert. The second, he must be the sign of Jonah. Hallelujah. They're the two signs that we must see. Three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. So, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the desert, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. Hallelujah. It is time for us to get to the place where we are walking in eternal life. Verse 16. For Elohim so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Hallelujah. For Elohim did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already. Now, uh, Romans chapter 8, what does it say? You know, verse 1, let's just read it. Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Yeshua the Messiah. There's no condemnation if you are in Christ Jesus. And this is where it pulls from. 
you know this is the verdict oh okay where are we are yeah this is the verdict verse 19 of John chapter 3 this is the, ver- the, the, the verdict light has come into the world but men loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what uh, he has done has been done through Elohim. So we are called to live in the light. We're not called to walk in darkness. So how are we identifying if we are born again? Are you pursuing towards the light? Are you committing your life to walk in the light? You have to make a decision. I'm going to live in the light. I choose to walk in the light of Yehovah. When we are walking and living in the light, you know, we will recognize that what is being done is being done through Elohim. Where are the preachers of righteousness? Where are the people who will teach the scriptures? You know, I was speaking with a sister today and just praying with a sister. And, you know, she was in one fellowship and, oh, you know, the Old Testament's nailed to the cross. And she's like, oh, God, you know, and here was me just thinking I'm finding other believers that I can walk with. And look, we have to believe in the whole counsel of Scripture. The Old Testament is not really the Old Testament. It's the Tanakh. Is it done away with? No, it's not done away with. You know? I'm quite happy with do not murder. I'm quite happy with do not steal. I'm quite happy with the commandments. Aren't you? You know, hallelujah. They're not done away with, you know? Hallelujah. So, anyway, you know, as a foundation, let's identify in our lives. Are we truly walking the born-again life? Are we in a backslidden state? Because, listen, we're going to move into a life-pleasing Uh, to Elohim we're going to be talking about holiness and I don't want you to miss the manifestation of his holiness in your life at this time so I'm saying today let's align ourselves let's get to the place of repentance are you recognizing that you've got deeds that are operating in darkness then we need to repent of these things and say you know what father I want to live in the light You know, so don't write on your Facebook, don't write on your social media, don't write messages to people about, you know, things that you're going through or, you know, where is God? And, you know, if you know you're living in darkness, well, you know, I'm doing all this and I'm not seeing God bless me. I don't see God in my life at all. Well, listen, you have to surrender to him. You have got to give up the walk in darkness and you will see his glory manifest hallelujah so we want to be uh, consecrated and purified in elohim so father we call out to you right now and, and father we want to walk in holiness we want to walk in a life that is pleasing before you so we present our bodies as living sacrifices we make a decision that we choose to walk in the born-again life. We look to the Messiah. You you have been lifted up. You know, just as Moses lifted up the snake, the Son of Man is lifted up so that everyone believes in him may have eternal life. We receive eternal life. We receive the born-again 
experience. And Father, fill us with your Spirit, because we can't succeed in holiness without the Spirit. You have got to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So, Father, we choose to consecrate and our lives to you and to purify our hearts. We ask you to purify us, Father. We ask you to align us. We must be truly born again. And we have got to allow the Holy Spirit into our lives. Are you resisting the Holy Spirit? If you're resisting the Holy Spirit, you're going to have a problem walking in true holiness with the manifestations of his kingdom overruling the rules of this earth. So, you know, I was talking about Christians writing self-help books. You know, let me tell you something. You know, you can be a heathen and pick up those books and go through their programs and get the benefit. But that's not what I'm talking about in the born-again experience bringing the kingdom. We should have manifestations that take place that move us into a realm that set us apart for what's going on in the world. You know, I've had so many testimonies in my life of, of the supernatural manifestation of the kingdom, you know, that has caused people to literally fall on their knees on the tarmac and, and get born again and say, I need Jesus. I need, for, I, I need to repent of my sins. <sighs> Live the life. Come on. But live the life extraordinary. I don't want to be the same. I want supernatural to be my natural. You know, let other people call it supernatural. I'm just going to call it my natural. I choose to live in a supernatural realm. I choose to live in a supernatural way. I am not going to be bound to the budget systems and the systems of this world. If Yehovah says it, if God says it, I'm going to do it. If he says go, I'm going to go. I don't care what giants are in the land. I'm going to walk into the land of milk and honey and I'm going to bring what? Sanctification. So why is the Father raising up Israel? Why did he say that you have to wait until the sins of the uh, Amalekites have reached their fullness so the people who are in covenant uh, with Elohim can walk in and, and deliver <laughs> creation and bring what? Sanctification. I just read a report today that broke my heart that uh, on a poll taken uh, I think it was Jerusalem Post was saying this today. It came up on a feed on my cell phone. It said that um, uh, Israel, or Tel Aviv, was one of the most uh, gay-friendly uh, cities in the world, most tolerant to homosexuality than any other nation and any other city in the world. And this is not the statistics of holiness. This is not being uh, consecrated and purified and set apart unto our God. This is not what we are witnessing in the land. So what have we got to do? We've got to pray for the Father to move in a mighty way in the land to bring forth His promises, the manifestation of His kingdom, that we can start to see a cleanup of sin. You know, it's one thing to stand and just say, look, you know, we don't want you sinners here. Listen, we have got to pray for homosexuals. We have got to pray 
for for these groups that live in a defiled way according to the scripture you've got to love the people but hate the sin so are we interceding uh, to see these people come to life in Messiah father break our hearts in a way and allow us to manifest the kingdom in such a way that these uh, homosexuals and uh, gay people will get to a place to recognize that God is real and repent of their ways and, and come back to a life of fruitfulness. Hallelujah. We must be born again. We've got to walk in the Spirit. I want us to turn to the book of Leviticus. Um, you know, the book that you in the past used to yawn every time you were reading it, but now when you understand it, it's a blessed book. Hallelujah. There's so many great things in there. And they're for today. Hallelujah. I'm going to share something that is for today. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 44. I am Yehovah your Elohim. Consecrate yourself and be holy because I am holy. Do not make yourselves unclean by any uh, a creature that moves about on the ground. I am Yehovah who brought you up out of Egypt to be your Elohim. Therefore, be holy because I am holy. We are commanded to be holy. We are called, excuse me, we are called to sanctify ourselves before a great and awesome God. So let's lay our lives down. Let's get to the place where we truly understand what it means to be set apart. If you go to Leviticus chapter 20, I'm just going to read verse 26. Um, you are to be holy to me because I, Yehovah, I'm holy. And I have set you apart from the nations to be my own. We are set apart from the nations. That's why we're grafted in to the commonwealth of Israel. There is no covenant in the scripture for Gentiles. There is only one gospel. There is only one uh, thread going from Genesis all the way to Revelation. The church was not born. Yes, the church was born, but that's religious. It's not biblical. We're not called to uh, the church. We're called to the ecclesia, to the assembly. The Catholics brought in the word church and, you know, even added it into your King James Bible. Sorry about that. And other translations that are being uh, defiled instead of it saying Ecclesia and the assembly. Why? They don't want you to go back to first mentions. They don't want you to see the alignment of the assembly. You know, the, the enemy wants to rob you with religion of your identity and who you are. So we are called to be a set-apart people. You are to be holy to me because I, Yehovah, am holy. And I have set you apart from the nations to be my own. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. We are called to be set apart. We belong to God. We belong to Yeshua. He paid the price for us. He paid the price for your sin so you can walk in victory. Thank you, Father. All right, so we want to sanctify ourselves. I want you to turn to the book of First Peter. And, and listen, you know, don't override uh, and just dismiss 
things that we are talking about here and thinking, ah, you know, that's just not important. I just want to hear the stories and stuff. You know what? I want every single one of us to see the manifestation of the kingdom in this next week. I'm expecting to see incredible miracles. I'm expecting to see breakthroughs. I'm expecting to see attacks and barriers that the enemy has put up totally crushed in Yeshua's name because we are bringing the kingdom. That's bringing the war, heavenly war, the rule of heaven overruling the rule of earth. Has a time we serve you notice. We're going to pull your kingdom down. We're bringing salvation to this generation. We're bringing deliverance to this generation. And this is the hour. And we will rise up and be who the Father has called us to be. Now, First Peter is uh, a favorite verse or favorite chapter of mine. And, um, you know, I want to read verse 16. It says, For it is written... For it is written, where is it written? Well, we just read where it's written. Leviticus chapter 11. Listen, when you look at the book of Matthew to Revelation, I don't call it the New Covenant. I don't call it the New Testament. I call it the Messianic writings. I don't call it the Old Testament. I call it the Tanakh. It's not old. Hallelujah. These prophecies were still waiting to be fulfilled. It's where all the evidence of my God is found in the Tanakh. We have the Torah, the Tanakh, the scriptures, the gathering, the writings, the Psalms, the prophets. Hallelujah. What am I saying? I'm saying this. Let's get in order what the scriptures are and hear what is, what's the Mercianic writings all about. Matthew to Revelation. What's it all about, I ask you? <laughs> Thanks for asking. What's it all about? It's, it's revealing the, the Tanakh. It's opening up the scriptures. That's why it says in verse 16, For it is written, Be holy because I am holy. There's nothing you find in the Mercianic writings in the New Testament. There's nothing you find in here that you can't find in the Tanakh. Now, there's some interpretations which have uh, lost connection to the Tanakh, and we've got to reconnect them. You have got to be able to get the thread from Genesis all the way to Revelation. If the thread breaks, then there's a, there's a problem with what you believe to be truth within your life. And there's something that's breaking the, the connection. And we have to go back and say, what's causing the break? What's the belief system that needs to be changed? And how do I change it? If you are going to learn something new, you've got to let go of something you believe to be true, to walk in the new. And that's scary sometimes for some people. You know, oh man, I don't, I don't want to step out and, and, and walk into the new. Yes, you've got to walk into the new. Hallelujah. Why? Because we just read it in John chapter 3. Let me go there just in case you missed it. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Come on. Keep your finger there in Peter. Let's go to John 3. <laughs> Where is it? How many pages have I got to turn tonight? Come on. Okay. It says in verse 8, The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it's coming from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. You can't tell because the Spirit is moving. If you want to learn something new, you've got to let go. Listen, the Holy Spirit will bring you into revelation. 
Are you ready to receive revelation? Are you ready to walk truly in the kingdom of Yahovah with the manifestation that you are born again, with the manifestation that Christ is living in you? Are you ready for that? Are you ready to see the sick healed? Are you ready to see people supernaturally delivered? Are you ready to see transformation uh, of favor? Like we said, assignments being stopped in your life. Listen, we're being pressed on every side as a ministry. We're pressed on every side. We are pushed down in every area. But I rejoice through all of it because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I have learned how to bring the manifestation of the kingdom. And that's where I want us to get today. So we read 16, verse 16 of 1 Peter uh, 1. For it is written, Be holy because I'm holy. Why? Because if you want a fellowship with the Father, you've got to walk in holiness. So Father, we come to you and we ask you, help us. Help us achieve this. How do we do it? Verse 13. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Be self-controlled. Set your hope fully on the grace to be given you when Yeshua the Messiah is revealed. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. So here's a question. Are you born again? Well, are you conforming to the evil desires that you lived in when you were in ignorance? If the answer is yes, then maybe you're backslidden right now. You need to come back and walk in truly what it means to be born of the Spirit. Hallelujah. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. Father, we want a life that is pleasing to Elohim. We want to please you in everything that we do. And Father, we stand upon your word because we want to see the victory in the scriptures. We want to see your kingdom come. We have got to get to the place where we are set apart. We've got to get to the place where we are dying to self. Now, you know, dying to self sounds pretty rough. Oh, you know, what are you doing today? Well, I'm dying to self. You know, I'm fasting. I haven't eaten in 12 days or whatever. You know, I'm dying to self. You know, look, it's not about beating your flesh up. You know, what does it talk about in marriage? You know, if you, if you don't love who you are, how can you love another? You know, so when you're dying to self, what, what it's not doing it's not hating who you are. We come against the flesh and the assignments and the will of the flesh. But we rejoice in who we are in Messiah. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And to walk in holiness, it's not about you flogging yourself and beating yourself up, disfiguring yourself. You know, that's not what being holy is all about. It's not about a penance dragging yourself through the street you know because of your sin no it's recognizing i'm going to die as self but i'm going to be in a joyful state thank you father for my life i am born again of the spirit i'm alive in you i'm alive in you i rejoice in my life in you it is a joy in discovering the new you 
Are you walking in the new you? Maybe you forgot the new you. Maybe you're just depressed, you're down, you're pressed. You know, like me. With yeah, I'm not depressed, no. But I have trials and attacks and things that in the natural could be so overwhelming all around me. But I want to tell you, I'm walking in joy. I'm walking in the blessing of Yahovah. I trust him. My God is able. He is able. So I've discovered the new me. I'm walking in the new me. The new me is so much more fun than the old me. (laughs) It's so much better. Why? Because I'm in relationship with the Father. I get to walk in the presence of Yahovah. I get to experience his blessing, his glory. I get to experience his peace. And on Shabbat, I truly get to enter into his rest. Hallelujah. So these are the foundational things that I want to establish before we move into this series. And um, yeah, you know, that that's what I want to share tonight. Um, you know, because I don't want to miss an area out because I don't want to leave any person behind. Look, if you're all right in every area that we've talked about here tonight, hallelujah. Let it be confirmation and saying, Father, I want to get up in the morning and pursue you. I want to get into your presence and know you. I want every aspect of my life to be pleasing to Elohim, every level. Is there a closet where God isn't allowed? Then let's clean the closet out. And let's find a way that God, that Elohim is penetrating every area of our lives. And that's a life mission. That's a life mission because this world's going to come around. It's going to try and challenge you. It's going to try and push you down. It's going to try and break you so that you cannot function. But this is the day that Yehovah has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Why? Because we are dying to self, but we are loving the life in Messiah. I am born again, spirit-filled, washed in the blood of Yeshua. Devil, you have no place in attacking me, attacking my ministry, attacking my family, attacking my life. Hallelujah. I have victory over your assignments in Yeshua's name. I bring the kingdom. Come on, you claim the promises over your life. We bring the kingdom. We establish your kingdom within our life. We establish our lives. You know, there's a flag flying high from the... uh, What's that song again? There's a flag flying high from the castle of my heart. Yeah. That the king is in residence. Which flag are you flying? I'm flying the kingdom of Yehovah's flag. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. He is high and lifted up. And his train fills the temple. He is an amazing Elohim. He's an amazing God. So I want you to get ready. I want your expectations to be high. Because as we go through this experience, as we go through this journey, I know that you are going to experience the supernatural. You're going to see incredible breakthroughs within your life. And you will witness incredible events in your life. And I'm expecting to see more victories, more Uh, events taking place and transformation within my life as we go through this series as well. Why I continually stay in this place where I am testing myself against the Word. Because I know how important this is. If we're going to see the victory, this is how we are called to live. This is how we are called to walk. Look, it doesn't mean that you don't face trials. It doesn't mean that things don't come up 
against you. It's okay. It is, look, the enemy could take you all the way. He could take your life. He could kill your flesh. And still you're going to stand in victory. We speak against sicknesses. Go in Yeshua's name. We break the assignments of the enemy. We are going to live and not die and proclaim the promises of Yehovah. We will manifest the kingdom. That's what I want your uh, cry to be, your preparation to be in Yeshua's name. And listen, to do this, I share my life. I share testimony. I share about what we're going through. I share about, you know, what we've been through and how the Father has brought victory in all those areas. I share testimony of incredible transformation of how the Holy Spirit has, you know, saved, delivered, set people free. It's incredible. It's amazing. We're going to talk about those testimonies this week. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. We're also going to talk about holiness in the marketplace, how to operate in your workplace by the Spirit. How are you bringing the kingdom? You are not allowed just to be like everybody else. You are not allowed just to blend in. So you've got to discover what are the keys that you need to activate to be everything that the Father has called you to be in your place of work. If you own your company or if you work with a company, you can manifest the kingdom of Yehovah. And if you have been manifest in the kingdom of Yehovah, I want you to email me. I want to hear your testimony of the exploits that you have witnessed in your life in the workplace. Send that to me and we will share that because, you know, we're a community. We are here together to proclaim the word of Yehovah, to be an encouragement to each other, to be a blessing to each other. So if you have a testimony, I want you to send it. Uh, where to? Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. If you go to the header of this message, if you're watching on YouTube or on Facebook, uh, you will see Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com and email me. I want to hear what the Father has been doing in your life. I want to hear testimonies because it's important. I want to share them. I don't want people just to hear about what's happening in my life. I want to hear what's happening in your life too. So listen, we're in the midst of a huge crisis here in the land of Israel. We've just put out an urgent message for our ministry. You know, in the midst of this global pandemic and the crisis of the things that we are facing. And look, I make no apology. This is not a sign of weakness. Oh, where's your God? What, you have to write a letter like this? Yes, because we are the body. And we have got to stand together to see the victory in Messiah. The reason why we are in this place that we are in, or one of the major reasons, one of them, you know, there's many, all these attacks on all sides, is that we had uh, uh, credit card thieves um, who uh, broke into our credit card terminal somehow and were basically credit card testing against our platform to find out what credit card numbers were good uh, so that they could then use them for buying things fraudulently. And we ended up with huge bills of thousands of dollars. You know, we've got with one company, it's over 17000 uh, No, with two companies, it's over 17000 And we've got more bills coming. It's not over. We've shut all our platforms down. So if you're on a recurring 
payment, you'll be getting a message from me. We can't process the payments. We've switched our payment system off until we resolve this. We can only receive donations through PayPal right now. Our credit card uh, processing company, First Data, Authorize.net, they have um, basically, uh, they've drawn funds out of our bank account and left us in, you know, a terrible place for the end of the month when we're just getting ready to pay bills. So anyway, the ministry's in a place where we are twenty to $25,000 down right now. And we don't want to walk in debt. Uh, we don't have any debt with our ministry. Yes, I might take on lines personally covering things. You know, our business is one of the, the major supporters. What I do in the marketplace is the major support of this ministry. And right down, right now, we are 90% down on our income in the marketplace. And we are working to see that restored at this time as nations are starting to open up again. So pray that that gets established because that's the major funding arm for the business, uh, for the ministry. So we've just done an appeal tonight. We've got uh, till the end of this month. We've only got four or five days. Uh, and we have got to be able to meet twenty to $25,000 of bills or we walk in default. And we are not going to walk in default. We are going to proclaim the word of Yehovah. We are going to see the victory of Yehovah. Uh, so I'm just asking people, stand with us, get behind us. You can do this by making donations on PayPal. At PayPal, uh, I just sent the link there at Bulldoze or Faith. Um, we haven't got a cash app, but we're using uh, PayPal right now. That's one of the main ways. And also you can do bank transfers. You can go uh, onto uh, our platform and find a way to do bank transfers. In fact, I can send you, I can drop this into here. Uh, so you have the information. Let's just do that here. Uh, so I'll hit, hit that there. Uh, this is information on how you can send uh, transfers and how you can mail support uh, in different countries to support our ministry. And one of the things I've asked for, I've asked for if we, you know, as a businessman, I, I live by example. We give into the ministry to make a difference so we can see uh, lives impacted around the nations of the world. And in my appeal, I've said, is there five business people that could uh, transfer $5,000, so $5,000 into the ministry, and then all of a sudden we'll have this met and we can press forward, you know? It's just a bump we've got to get over. And already we've had one businessman who's stood up and uh, he's done that. We've had $6,290 come in in the last four or five hours. Thank you, Father, that he is moving. He is our provider. He is our source. You know, we are a non-profit ministering for the gospel of the kingdom. So I don't, I don't make apologies for saying, you know, support our work. Why? We want us to come together as the body of Messiah and sow into the work of the ministry. So I just want to say thank you to every person who gives into the work that we do into the ministry. Thank you for every person who prays. And this is not appeal to you. If you're in a tough place financially, have no responsibility to give to Bulldoze of Faith right now. I, I just want people to move as the Father leads them to move. But, you know, we are asking for people to sacrificially give right now 
to see victory so that we can continue. We are not going to go into default in Yeshua's name. We are going to press forward, and we just ask you to help us. So if you want to stand and help us, you can do that You know, by transferring, by bank, or um, by sending an offering or donation by PayPal. And uh, in the USA, that is tax-deductible as well uh, through a non-profit. So listen, I appreciate every single one of you. I hope you're blessed and encouraged as we go into holiness as, as we go into uh, a prepared life before Yehovah, listen, we are going to see an incredible move of the Spirit. Are you ready? A life pleasing to Elohim. This is our hour to see the miraculous move of the Spirit. It says in the Word that goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life. If we will continue to manifest the kingdom and walk in the Spirit, we will see the victory We will see breakthrough. We will see transformation happen in the Spirit. So if you are facing uh, difficult times, if you're facing challenges and you're thinking, oh, am I I missing God? Is is he not with me? Is that why I'm in the place? No, you've just got to rise up to the place of the battle and start fighting this battle in Yeshua's name so that we can see the windows of heaven, the provision of Yehovah open up. And some people, you know, I I get some criticism from time to time about our ministry receiving donations, and they're like, you know, if your God's so good and he opens up the window, why doesn't he just give you all the money? Well, you go read the book of Acts, and you see what the believers did. They sold possessions, and they gave for for, for the working of the gospel to get the message out there, to minister the truth to this generation. So this is all we are asking, is let's work together to establish the kingdom. Let's work together to make a difference, because we've got many projects and things that we are pressing into. Uh, And listen, lives are being changed. And, you know, I don't need to preach to the choir. You know exactly what the Father has been doing through Bulldozer Faith for many years and through God Life Ministries for, you know, since, I don't know, 20, 30 years, it's amazing what the Father has been doing through the ministry as we have taken the gospel of the kingdom to this generation. So be blessed and encouraged. And right now, if you want to give an offering, you can go right now uh, to uh, the link on PayPal and just sow a seed and just have a prayer and say, you know what, I'm placing this seed. I'm saying, Father, in the name of Yeshua, may all the money come in right now for bulldozer faith that we will not get to default you know his yoke is easy and his burden is light and yes we can go through warfare but this is the day of victory so let's stand together and rejoice in what the father is doing Uh, so tomorrow we're going to come together and we're going to continue to press forward in this journey a life pleasing to elohim And I I just, you know, get ready. You know, start preparing your heart. Go over this message that we have laid as a foundation. And, you know, even though it's simplified in its approach, sanctify yourself, be holy, uh, consecrate uh, and purify yourself. Ask the, the, the Father to do this work within your life by the Spirit. If we're backslidden, if there's areas of repentance, Repent. Let's get back in line. Let's walk in the light. Let's not walk in darkness. These are the key things that we're going through. Die to self doesn't mean hating self. 
Dying to self means you love yourself in Messiah. Hallelujah. You're saying, flesh, I'm going to teach you how to walk by the Spirit. You're controlled by the Spirit. We're living in this tent, but you're controlled by the Spirit. And and flesh, speak to yourself. Put your own name. Kenny Russell, you will be blessed in Messiah, and the glory of God will manifest through your life. You put your name in there. You say that. You speak that word over your life. We are called to walk in victory. And over this, this week, you're going to see miracles. There's going to be testimonies that's going to burst forth that is going to be insane at what the Father is going to do. Because look, I don't think there's enough teaching on what it truly means to walk in uh, holiness. And, you know, I want to do it from an angle where we bring the kingdom And that's the key ingredient that you must have to see this manifestation truly functioning. Thanks for watching. Shabbat Shalom to everyone around the world. It's a blessing to have you here. Uh, We've got Brandon. He's just uh, joined in. Good to see you. Shabbat Shalom. Uh, Who else have we got? We've got Cassandra. Welcome. Um, Janet. Hey, Janet. Good to see you. Shabbat Shalom. We've got Deborah. if you're, if you're there, just give us a shout out. Tell us you, that you're watching and we'll uh, say hi to you. It's good to see you join with us. Um, yeah, hallelujah. Okay, well, listen, have a blessed uh, Sabbath and we will see you tomorrow. Shalom, shalom.